a lot of, I think, my success in the DIY Decorator is me being genuine. I am who I am and I'm simply sharing what I love. I don't pretend to be anyone else. I give honest reviews and just try and be a nice person. You're listening to the She Renovates podcast. You're listening to She Renovates, the podcast for women who want to renovate to create an income and a life they love. This episode is sponsored by the She Renovates Live one day conference where we focus on women transforming their lives with renovating. At the event, you'll have the opportunity to celebrate the passion for creating beautiful homes, to connect with other like-minded creators, to grow your skills, to fan your inspiration, and to be updated on what's working right now in our industry. This is an exclusive event being held on November the 1st in the gorgeous grounds of Alexandria Atrium in Sydney. The delightful Natasha Moy will be facilitating the conference and we have a lineup of truly engaging speakers such as Zoe Gilpin, the DIY decorator who's traveling all the way from Western Australia to share her wisdom and her hacks with us. And we also have a range of top speakers on all aspects of renovating and property from around the country. You'll be pampered with delicious grounds of Alexandria cuisine, goodie bags and prizes and so much more. As I said earlier, this is a very exclusive event and already 60% of tickets are gone. And so if you are planning to join us, please jump in and grab your spot at www.theschoolofrenovating.com forward slash she renovates live see you there well hello renovators today i have zoe gilpin so zoe is booked to present at our she renovates live event and you may know her better as the diy decorator Now, Zoe has built a career based around her love of creating beautiful spaces and she has articulated that in a slightly different way to most of us and as a result has built an incredible following on Instagram and is the queen of cost-effective decorating. Now, I have asked Zoe to come and join me to really get a bit of an understanding of um, where her passion for homemaking came from and to really just know a little bit more about her. So she is in here today and I hope you enjoy the episode. Okay, so I have got a really special guest today. It's Zoe Gilpin, who you may know as the DIY decorator. So if you're an Instagram, uh, what's the word? Instagram aficionado, then I'm pretty sure if you're in our um, in our area of expertise, you will certainly have been fo- uh, following Zoe. 
And I've asked Zoe to join me today to um, really to really just get a bit of an understanding of her, where she's come from in her journey with, um, I guess, executing on her passion for, um, you know, creating beautiful spaces. And um, so, and for those who don't know, Zoe is, provided COVID behaves itself, Zoe's going to be presenting <laughs> at our um, She Renovates Live. So I thought it might be a good idea to get to know her for those who don't. So welcome, Zoe. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So would you like to firstly give me, well, share, you know, a bit of who you are and what you do? Yeah, for sure. So... Um, I've been an interior decorator now for around 14 years. Um, I started as a country girl who had no idea that this was even a job or a, a career. You know, I thought it was something that you know people on TV and in books did because there was no study options where I lived. Uh, after finishing high school, I did a bit of research, found out that you could actually move to the city and study. So it's exactly what I did. So after getting my diploma in interior decorating back in 2006, uh, I started working as a visual merchandiser, which I loved. I actually think I learned a lot more there than I ever did in a classroom, being hands-on kind of job. Um, so I worked for a couple of really well-known um, Perth furniture and homeware companies over the years um, and really built up my knowledge of how to create a beautiful space. Um, from there, I went on to do some property styling, so decking out properties for sale to try and help them sell a little bit quicker. And then these days, I've kind of ventured into more of the online um, interior decorating. So the e-design, which is all working over on uh, by email and social media, so I don't physically need to go to people's homes anymore like I used to, say, 10 years ago. So um, e-design is what I am predominantly doing these days but uh, as chance would have it I decided to start an Instagram account five years ago with no means for more than sharing what I like to do with my family and friends um, when I had a newborn son and it's turned into this big kind of community for people who like me love decorating but have budgets like to do things themselves and yeah it's kind of grown from there so I've really done a lot over the year never thought I'd end up doing something like I'm doing now but it's where I'm supposed to be. I absolutely love it. And, um, yeah, it's amazing. Okay. So thank you for that. The thing I love about your account, I'm not, look, I don't really spend a lot of time on Instagram, but you did catch my attention because I guess for us when we're um, selling a property, I like to do my own styling and I'm not going to spend, you know, $2,000 on a chair for a property that I'm going to sell. And so you do all the research for us. And that's, yeah. And so yeah, and that's just something I've personally always been interested in. And so when I started the DIY Decorator, I just was sharing what I loved for me and then quickly learned that that's what other people liked as well. And I think you go back a few years ago and interior decorating was thought of more as an expensive thing that only people with money could, could could do. You can only use an interior decorator designer if you had the money to do so. When when I kind of started building the DIY decorator, I found that there was this whole niche for everyday people with everyday budgets looking to make their homes look beautiful without spending all that money. So that's kind of, you know, my account kind of grew into this, but it's always something I've loved. I've always 
uh, loved, maybe it's, it's the country girl in me. I've always loved affordable decorating because when you live in the country, you don't have all the shops and you've got to make do. So you DIY and you, you know, do the budget stuff, which is where my heart is. I love designer. I love expensive stuff as well, but my heart is with affordable decorating and I've found a whole lot of other people that love that just as much as I do. Oh, look, I'm completely with you. And, and I think the country roots does have something to do with it because I was also brought up in the country and certainly it was an affordability thing, you know, when I was a teenager. And you're right, you don't have the range of stores to be able to just go. I, I guess these days it's probably a bit different because we have so much online. But in those days, you just you did have to be creative and, and produce it yourself. Absolutely. So I did my first reno when I was 13. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's impressive. <laughs> yeah, so I, I had it in my blood. And it's, yeah, and it's interesting. The thing I find fascinating is the different paths people take, that passion. So you've gone a different way yep. the way I've gone. And I think it's all about, you know, I think you've just explained it, it, what happens to you on the way, like who you bump into, where you end up working. I was actually a nurse. So oh, wow. it was, it's never, until I decided to start renovating myself, it was never really something that I would have done professionally. But, yeah, I think that's interesting. And that's what I love about it. It's so flexible. So you yeah, can, absolutely. Yeah, and I think the other thing which is probably um, interesting is that it, these days um, it's not unusual for someone to engage an interior designer to help them map out their space and have it look the way they want it, whereas, you know, a couple of decades ago that was quite an unusual thing. So, yeah. Yeah, much. Mm. yeah even in just more recent years, um, I think a lot of it has to do as well with retailers making more affordable products has been a big thing. So like, for example, I started my account five years ago and that's the same time that Kmart, someone smart there came up with the whole let's do affordable homewares and that's how I kind of grew because I was able to share this affordable stuff. And now you look everywhere now and majority of retailers are offering affordable um, items. I even saw this morning um, Rivers, the clothing brand really? they've just yeah they've just launched a home set stuff so we're woolies and coals um, my local iga has homewares so it's just showing how much people want it there's a big need for affordable decorating affordable products um because i mean realistically most people have everyday budgets and yep. that's their only option and these retailers have done a very smart thing catering for that yeah and the other yeah the other thing is i always like, I really love upcycling, like just taking something that looks ordinary and giving it a new look. And I often think about it, I think I, you know, I have actually been out and spent $4,000 on a chair. So if I really want something, I can do that. But I get so much more satisfaction out of that creative process. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Same here. I love, I love thrifting, um, curbside finds. I found some fantastic rattan chairs recently which were dumped and a bit of love and I love them. Like, yeah, I'm exactly the same. I feel more excited doing it myself and whether it be upcycling a piece of furniture or we just did a budget uh, kitchen reno um, which cost us under $500 and we did that in two weekends. And Yeah, and like walking in my kitchen now, I love it because it's what I wanted, but we did it as well and that's that's a nice thing. And a lot of my followers 
Um, I was tagged in one just this morning, a lady who saw my kitchen renovation, went ahead and did her own and um, was just saying how proud she was and she never would have even attempted it if she hadn't seen me do it and say, it's not hard, you can do it. It's not expensive, it's not hard. And I love that. I love that people try things outside of their box kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think also for women it's a good thing to, you know, because I think most women undersell themselves. Absolutely. Yeah, so it's a confidence-building thing. You think, oh, actually, I can do that, so what yeah. else can I do? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And so, so you're renovating. Awesome. Just little bits here and there, yeah. Our house is, um, it's, was built in 96, so it's not old, but it's old. But it's just boring. Um, <laughs> A real box of a house it's there's no shape there's no you know character um if I had my way I would buy an old wreck and do it up from scratch because that's what I love but we are where we are and my aim with this house was to do budget renovations to make it a little bit more me um, and add some character so it's simple things like um adding in um, timber rails halfway up walls and then painting you know different colors to give it that character and that old look things like that I mean I did a, I did that in our laundry I did a little budget laundry renovation and it cost me under a hundred dollars because most of it was paint and timber so it, yeah and it looks a lot more interesting now yeah. rather than with a box so yeah and I, I love doing things like that I love you know just budget I love budget but yeah. making it look like you've spent a lot more exactly and that's you know for a renovator that's a real skill and that's really what we're about like we don't do DIY, but we do, that's how we add the value. We make it look more expensive than it's cost. Yep. Yep. And then someone comes along, falls in love with it, and then we'll pay, you know, for it. And that's how we take our profit. Right. Yep. So, so um, did you get any much inspiration from your family? Was that something that? Um, so my, <laughs> my mum always says, I don't know where your kids got it from. Cause my sister's also very creative. She uh, has her own jewelry range. So we're, we both were those really, you know, artistic kids and all like my bedroom as a kid, I was always rearranging furniture and painting things and driving my mum my mad. But, um, my stepdad is actually, he's, he's got, um, panel beating mechanic kind of um, background but he's very creative and even now like he'll come over and then he'll oh what are you up to and he'll yeah. give me ideas or you know he'll give me a you know give you a hand so I think a lot of it comes from him but um I just feel like I've always had that arty thing within me like for at school I always loved art I did as much art as I could um and I've never wanted to do anything else like I've taken jobs in the past but I've always my heart's always been interiors and I think it always will and I don't think I, you know, yeah. want to do anything else. It's just yeah. ingrained in me. But it's interesting that it you've, that sort of creativity is manifest in the home. Like I, I sort of have this theory that it's sort of an extension of the nesting instinct, instinct because we yep. have that sense of that we, you know, want the home to be really beautiful and welcoming and yeah. Yeah. so what would be your favorite what's the what's the part of the process that you love the most um I like planning is my thing and that comes into budget as well um I think 
most people kind of don't they get excited about the process and they kind of skip over that budget bit and that's where you make your mistakes so for someone like me who like making the mood boards that's something I tell people that they should do because then it gives you that little inside look before you're committing to anything. So planning is a big thing for me. Um, I did an interview recently with Money Magazine and I was saying to them that don't don't rush into it. Spend weeks, spend weeks planning on it. You know, you don't have to go to the shops anymore. You can sit on your couch and do it all on your pad and you've got your prices, your pictures, you can put it all together and see it. Um, so as much as I love the physical doing it, I really like the planning because I think that's the uh, obsessive compulsive in me knowing that I'm going to be able to do the project and, and get it done and not have many faults and bumps yeah. along the way. Yeah. Just to say I'm with you. We, we are I'm just kicking off two projects at the moment and I like to have all the decisions made before we actually take possession of the property. Yep. And, and I was just saying to my husband the other night, I am so in my happy place. I'm just, it's, it's like, like you would be searching for chairs and baskets yeah. and whatever. I'm searching for tapware and kitchen designs and, and I, I'm the same. I just love it. And I love yep. the quest of getting what you want at the right price. Yep, same. Yep. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a real quest, isn't it? I think you must go hand in hand, like the organised people and yep. wanting, you know, the homes and everything to look you know, beautiful, whereas some people just, like, yeah, people go, I just don't care about my house. I'm like, oh, how? How do you not? Like, <laughs> I know, it is. It's amazing. Although I must admit sometimes I look, I come home and I think, oh, my God, I've left something really beautiful. And what I'm, what, not that our house isn't nice, but it's just never very tidy or organised. I'm, <laughs> I'm not really um, domestically um, inclined. <laughs> well, I used to be. I had four kids, but not anymore because um, better things to do. Yep, that's it. Busy. So what? who would be your favourite supplier? Like, sorry, a shop or store or? Oh, gosh. I think, like, based on what I do and what I share and everything with the affordability, um, probably have to go with the Dares because they, they are one of those retailers that is constantly bringing out new trends. It's not just a seasonal thing like three or four times a year like a lot of other retailers do. I check the websites, you know, daily and they're constantly adding new things. They are a little bit flexible with their trends where, you know, it's like your Kmarts and that kind of stick to the Scandi and the things that people want, whereas a Dares kind of branch out a little bit. Um, and they also have really good sales. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah and I love that I mean you can pick up things um so well priced so that's probably one of my favorites at the moment but um yeah I'm not very biased just I just love yeah. homeware and furniture yeah. and yeah I love it all yeah it's um I think also Adairs tends to be a little bit better quality absolutely yeah, yeah. Nice. I saw this movie the other night called Greed and it was about this English guy who started up a business in the rag trade and it talked about, it showed you basically how he treated these people that worked in his factories in China, oh, not, not in China, in India. Yep. And I, when I got off, I, I thought, oh, my God, I hope that's not how Kmart stuff's made. So I'm not going to go and look because I don't want to know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, there's a heap of things. There's a heap um, section on their website about, 
where everything's made. Oh, and great. A lot of it's a lot of it's made in Indonesia, um, okay. apparently. Yeah. It use ethical means to yeah. Yeah, I think they're all you know all these retailers are are changing with the times and and doing their best. And I'm I think you know these days you have to you don't have a choice you can't hide behind that mm. anymore because social media and everything else you know you, yeah. you're going to get questions thrown at you constantly so yeah and it, it's a big thing it's a big topic um and something that i quite often get trolled uh, over <laughs> which oh. like i always say it's unfortunately it, it's got nothing to do with me it's i'm just that middleman between you know the retailer and the, the shopper and it's your choice if you want to purchase then you yeah. do it but I'm not, I'm not making anyone make any decisions so well actually let's get on to instagram because i know that there are a lot of um people in our community who are like interested in doing better at instagram so you have trolls oh yeah <laughs> um not you know i always say to one of my friends you can only imagine what um you know, celebrities, you more mummy bloggers, um, people in politics, imagine the trolling they get because, I mean, I'm an interior account. What is there to troll over? I, it's a big eye-opener. But, yeah, I've, I've been trolled. Not, not, you know, it's not like ruining my life or anything, but, um, yeah, it, it, I, I'm the kind of person that will talk about it and that has stopped it quite somewhat because it was getting to the point where people were trolling me over ridiculous things. So um, I speak up in my stories and I just say it's not on, I don't accept bullying, and it has slowed down a lot. But um, it, it, it's always silly things that I get trolled over to, nothing, nothing really important. Well, that's, um, that's good. Okay, and so are you on Instagram constantly during the day? Um, I usually spend um, 20 minutes in the morning dedicated uh, to answering messages and then again in the afternoon and then during the day it just depends on what I'm doing. So today I'm actually doing some DIY, so I've been sitting and doing that and I have been checking it a little bit more while my glue dries. But um, this varies day to day. I do make more of an effort not to be on there as much anymore um, because you can find yourself spending way too much time on it. So... Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's hard because if I don't spend enough time on it, my messages build up and I can't catch up and, yeah, so. And so do you, are you actively growing it or is it just all being organic? It's all, all organic, um, yeah. So I started five years ago and um, is just share what I love and it's just grown from there. Um, yeah, there's a lot of people that do the wrong thing and they buy and they do all this other stuff to grow their numbers, but I am not oh, yeah. really don't believe in that. I think it's a waste of money and it's just not genuine. Um, and I, a lot of, I think, my success in the DIY Decorator is me being genuine. Um, I am who I am and I'm simply sharing what I love. I don't pretend to be anyone else. I give honest reviews um, and just try and be a nice person. And I think it's got a lot to do behind why I have grown to where I am and I'm very, very thankful for that. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, that's, that's really a great news story because um, there's nothing like anything natural has to be better, doesn't it? So Absolutely, it yeah. Um, yeah. That's beautiful. So, so are you, are you at 55,000, did I see? Is that? Uh, 137. Oh, my gosh. On Instagram. 
Um, and I've got 18 on Facebook, so I don't put as much effort into Facebook. Simply Instagram's got all the features, like your stories and everything like that. So, um, yeah, but it's just, yeah, happens how it happens. But, yeah, it's pretty amazing. I've, I've grown um, quite a lot this year. Um, I've had some really good features, worked with some really good brands this year. So, yeah, the opportunities definitely help grow as well. Beautiful. Well, I think we are done. So, yes, until we see you in November. Um, yes. Yeah. The, yeah, I, I guess that's what we've got to look forward to next. And, of course, I'll touch base with you before then. But thanks for coming on. I think it's given nice. us good insight into who is the DIY decorator. And, yeah, thank you. Take care. Wonderful. You too. Thank you. Okay, I hope you enjoyed that. So if you um, are not already a member, I want to let you know that we have a free membership for podcast listeners called the Renault Library. And in it, you will access all the show notes and resources from every episode we have ever published. So we're getting quite close to the century. So there's quite a lot of resources in there. So if you're not already a member, please go over to our website, follow the link um, from this episode and join up to the Renovation Library. See you next week. This is the She Renovates podcast. To discover how to harness the power of renovating, check out theschoolofrenovating.com.